Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Chit Chats with Lonnie, Recruited T Edition. Today I have an old co-worker of mine um, that's going to help me do this episode. But before we get into what the episode's going to be about, I'm going to let him introduce himself. So James, if you want to introduce yourself high level, who you are, give as much, give as least, whatever you want to do. All right, for sure. Hey, everyone. I'm James Ward Jr. Um, I currently work at the Boston Consulting Group as executive and strategic talent recruiting. So what that means is I recruit all C-suite candidates and above anyone who's making pretty much a ton of money. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I have a background in as a tech recruiter, then um, started out really just in, um, you know, agency recruiting. And then from agency recruiting was at Slalom for about a year and a half doing all of data analytics. And now I find, you know, the big fish and the big shark and post them to come to BCG. So, but yeah, thank, thank you, Lonnie, for definitely having me as well. Super excited to jump into this, this conversation. Yes. Thank you for taking time to talk to me out of your, you know, Sunday afternoon. Um, and of course I got to ask how you doing, how you living, how you feeling, how's your mental, all that good stuff. Nah, for sure. Everything is great. Honestly, Um, truly blessed, very grateful to be in the position that I'm in right now. I'm at BCG and just in life as well. Um, being in Boston, the weather's getting kind of a little nippy. So we definitely grabbing a jacket and everything, but um. Truly enjoy um, the work from home life and be able to really work from anywhere. Then having a company who's really going to back you up on just different things that we want to do as far as travel and different stuff in that nature. So um, overall, everything is great. How are you doing? I am good. Busy. Uh, about to go out on PTO. And then when I come back from PTO a couple weeks later, we're going to Afrotech. So that's, 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 <laughs> that's going to be lit. Shameless um, plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to, you know, prepare my mental and I'm going to have to charge my battery because I already know it's going to be a lot. It was this thing on Twitter that was like, Afrotech is just a big black meetup for professionals and like it's gonna be a week of just being lit like of course we're gonna work and do work but after that it's gonna be like just i don't know like it's gonna be something that i've probably never seen before like, yeah for sure <laughs> I mean, i'm super excited just to be around that many um black people within the technology field and really just seeing it and Austin's a new city for me as well so i'm super excited to see that yeah, they got some food trucks. Uh, we got to connect offline. I, I know there's ah, a couple sure. spots. <laughs> ah, uh, sure. After hours, after hours. Um, <laughs> but today, y'all, we're going to talk about LinkedIn. So um, James, I know, has a pretty good following on there. I have a pretty good following. And we want to give some tea to y'all about basically what we see as recruiters on LinkedIn recruiter side, um, what we see on your profile, what you should, what you shouldn't post, all the tea. We want to get into that today. Um, And so first we're going to hit on your LinkedIn profile. So you look at your LinkedIn profile as like your virtual resume. Um, So I know a lot of job seekers are probably listening in. And if you're not a job seeker and you're just like, I'm just tuning in, trying trying to get some tea, your LinkedIn is literally everything. It's what us recruiters go to when we look for talent. Um, And so what you may think we see may be totally different from what we actually do see. And so First, I'm going to ask Jay, what do you, what like system do you use to find candidates and like to what capacity do you use LinkedIn Recruiter? Um, I use LinkedIn Recruiter at this point 100%. When I was at Tech Systems, we had something called Connected, which that was pretty much, we I had pretty much 90 to 95% of the entire workforce um, within technology. So what that pretty much looked like is I could put a Boolean search in there and then I'll pop up populate every single resume from Monster, LinkedIn, Indeed, et cetera, et cetera. Now I'm all LinkedIn recruiter. 
and um, LinkedIn as well. Also, referrals. Referrals are very big and really just having a network of people to really just be able to dive into. And and honestly, as recruiters, we know we take referrals off over job applicants, if if we're being completely honest. Solid referrals, solid referrals, because <laughs> uh, we get referrals all day long. And I know some referrals I get. I'm like, where do you know this person from? And they'll be like, I rode in a lift with them. You're like, OK, so you don't know anything else about them. You had a five minute <laughs> conversation and now you're referring them to this director position, uh, which is great. You know, they may be qualified, but I know I only refer people to positions if I personally know you because I feel like that is you're representing me you know so if i refer somebody to a role and you go into the interview and you just completely just do horribly on the interview now i look bad (laughs) because i referred (laughs) you to the role i'm with you on the referrals um and so you use linkedin recruiter all the time same here so i'm gonna touch on boolean searches because a lot of people don't even know what that is so what what is a boolean search so yeah so a boolean search honestly is for instance let's say we, we're looking for a data engineer right and within that we are putting different words different um, positions together to get the closest and the best um, people that we're looking for right so boolean search could be like data engineer data science um it can have data strategy it can have data analytics it can have a ton of different words that's going to pull out exactly what we need to then be able to go from having this pool of LinkedIn, which has thousands and millions of people on it, to giving to the exact year. Maybe there's colleges that we want to target, right? Mm-hmm. If we're going to be doing a social consultant um, project, maybe there's companies, right? So for me right now, working at um, strategy, I'm um, an executive search. There's certain companies that I know who's doing the work that I'm looking for that we need to actually be able to pull from, right? So it's not something where that, you know, like one search, if I put data engineering, I'm probably going to have 30 to 80,000 applicants across the globe. And then from there, I'll go to the United States. If I need them to sit in Boston, then we'll go from Boston. If I need them to have 10 years, I'll go from anywhere from eight to 12 years and really start to really dive deep and very strategic in that search. And um, through that, that was really help us pile together all the information needed. How about you? You hit it right on the head. Um, I I think that's why I think that having your LinkedIn up to date and that's why those job descriptions are (laughs) amazing because uh, I know for us, we use keywords from the job descriptions and we put it in that search. So kind of like you said, like if we're looking for a data engineer, we need somebody that has this skill, this skill, this skill. And that's what we're putting in. It's like coding for recruiters in a way. Take out we if we're getting too many searches of one thing we're like oop no let's put not this but we need this um, and kind of like I said we customize like build your candidate in a way um, and we're looking for y'all you know we're looking we're making sure if you have those certain words that we're pulling up or that we're typing in your profile is going to pull up so that's why it's always nice or you should always have your LinkedIn just up to date on your your current jobs, your recent jobs, your previous jobs, um, always tailoring. It's kind of like, like I said, it's a virtual resume because if it's updated, we're probably going to pull you up. And then I would say like, what are some other things that you look for when you're looking at like a candidate's profile? Or you have a profile of what do you look for on that profile when you are skimming through that this person? Um, or and what are some things that are like, mm, no, I don't, I don't want this person anywhere. I'm not interested in this person. 
Cool, right? So definitely going going into like the data engineering role, we can stay within data analytics. First thing I'm looking for, depending on, is the tenure of that person. So if I'm looking for, if let's say we're both working for a consulting company. So if I'm looking for an, a senior consultant, right, they're going to have a certain amount of years that I need to have to be able to first approach, right? So the first thing is going to be what company are they coming from? Do they actually have consulting experience? Maybe we need someone who has um, commercial experience plus consulting experience. So first thing is understanding exactly what I need to be able to fit this role, right? Because as a senior consultant, if you if you have consulting experience, that can be anywhere from three, four, five, six, even seven years where you may be on a principal cusp. Then from there, like we talked about before, you talked about was the keywords, right? What are the keywords that's pulling out? Are you actually telling the story of the work that you've done? Are you able to really show me what's going on, right? And then also replica companies as well, right? Startups are great at sometimes as well as being at these big brand names that I'm not going to name, but let's say you're at BCG or you want to get to BCG. I want to see that if you were at the centers, the Deloitte's, the Slaloms, um, you know, the IBMs, the Googles, the Amazons, whatever it is, and then understanding if you can flex from there. Then um, location also matters, right? Really understanding that. And then if you are looking to relocate, let's say you live in Boston, but you want to relocate to Texas, definitely put that on your LinkedIn so that we can understand, right? Because a lot of times if we see you apply and you apply to a role in Texas, a role in Boston, a role in Atlanta, that's going to be very hard for us to, to really differentiate what you're really looking to do. So definitely make that clear as well. But um, also having a summary is very important, right? A summary is where you can talk about yourself, right? And at full length, you can put almost everything, right? Don't put too much. That's super overwhelming. But definitely use your summary as a resource to, you know, a quick little paragraph insert that explains exactly what you do, how you're doing, and why, you know, basically someone like me and Jelani should definitely reach out to you. Yeah, no, I agree. That summary, they don't really use that summary much. And I'm like, that's where you literally can just brag about yourself. It's kind of like, you know how like on resumes at the top when people be having like that full paragraph about I am this, that, this, that. This is your chance. This is where you can put all that information that you usually put on your resume. Put that in that summary. Um, I've seen people put their skill set in the summary. Like I have experience doing this, experience doing that, experience doing this. You can do it like that. Um, You can put like just any keywords that may stick out. Um, And if you have a special skill, like I know for me, um, one of the special skills is like workday experience. Not many people have workday experience. So if you have that, put it. What else? SharePoint experience, different things like that, that people don't usually think are like things that recruiters are looking for. And most likely somebody's looking for that. Um, so I would say have that updated and then kind of go, to go back to your years, how we can uh, put in like the years of experience between like one to 10 years. Um, and it literally brings up hundreds and thousands of profiles when that comes, uh, when we put that in there. I'm trying to think. Certificates as well. Anything that you do, education certificates are different things that we're looking at as well, especially being technical, right? If you're technical and the different search you have can definitely help, especially within like the cloud, the software engineering, all that, whatever that you have, all the information, like we said, I'm just going to continue to emphasize all the information that you can give, definitely put that up there and it makes it easier for us. But make sure it's not wordy to the point where we're just like, what the heck are we reading? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, make sure it's yeah. not so wordy that it's to the point where it's like, I don't want to read this because like, I don't know what you're talking about, right? So make it very clear and concise. Put as much information as you need that, that you feel is going to be a good fit. But then also understand it, right? Because first impression is everything. And this is literally our first impression of you without even speaking to you. 
Yeah. And bullet points. Uh, same thing. Like, I guess these True. tie hand in hand to an actual resume. Uh, bullet points. Don't just put one big paragraph up under what you did in your last role. At least like have it like I did this. I did that. I managed this many uh, stakeholders. I did this. I did that. Like make it to where, like you said, it's straight to the point. Uh, it's easy to read. It's digestible. Make sure it's up to date. If you have gaps, how do you feel about gaps? Like, I know, I don't, I think LinkedIn has now put where you can put, like, if you put a break uh, or if you've taken a break or something like that. I haven't really, you know, messed around with it, but how do you feel? Like, do you ever question gaps or are you just like, you know what? They can do the job. Let me go ahead and call them. Yeah, I think it's both ways. Um, I think right now, right, what I'm recruiting on gaps is just of conversation, right? It's not necessarily that the person is incapable of doing the job, no matter whether it's male or female, right? I think sometimes, um, women may feel when they go on, you know, the paternity leave and everything that those gaps is an issue, but tell your story, right? Don't feel that you can't tell your story and what happened at that point in time. Cause it makes it easier for us. So no, I don't think gaps are an issue, but that is a question to truly understand like what happened, what's going on. Did you take some time? Because I think, especially in the world that we lived at, we live in today, you know, taking that mental break and that, and that stuff to walk away, especially if you have the financial ability to do so, then go back into your career, then do so. Um, I know a woman who she um, she works at my company. She literally came and left the company three times, took gaps to be just to take the time to be a mom, you know, took the time just to do her own work that she needed. And the, the company let her back every single time or welcome her back. I won't say let her back, but welcome her back. So definitely don't be afraid to tell your story. And I think gaps are are important as well. Yeah. And be able to speak, like you said, be able to speak on them and it's okay. Um, but look at both sides. So say if you have a gap, say if you were gone for eight years out of the workforce and now you're applying to a position, so much time has passed because I've I've dealt with this and I'm not even gonna say it's an issue because it's not because we were in a whole panorama um, and the person basically <laughs> told their story about they just had kids. And so they had one kid and they were about to go back. They ended up pregnant again and then they were about to go back and they ended up pregnant. So, I mean, they took time, mm-hmm. but understand that as a recruiter, if you're applying for a job, the world has changed in eight years so much. Technology exactly. has changed so much. So if we're asking questions during an interview, trying to dig deeper, it's not as trying to be nose. We're just trying to figure out where did you leave at? And then what are you up to date? What have you been doing to stay up to date? And if you you want to, you know, be a software engineer. What have, have you taken any courses? Have you had any jobs on the side? Like, what have you done so we can be able? So, if we do decide to move you forward, we can be able to speak to this because, as a hiring manager, they're going to be asking us like they don't even care. They're just going to be like, so what were they doing for eight years? So, just be ready to, like James said, to tell that story. And then also, I would say. Do you think schooling is important? Because I have so <laughs> I have schooling on there. Uh, I have my master's on there. I never completed my master's, but I've taken like six classes. So it still counts <laughs> because, you know, if I decide to go back, I'm I have a 4.0. So like, <laughs> yeah. like what's your take on like schooling? Because I can go. That's a whole different I feel like conversation with when it comes yeah. to like education and experience. So like what's your take on that? So where I'm at today, I think is very different than being in technology, right? So now I recruit most mostly managing directors and directors and VPs, C-suite executives. So that is definitely something that we're looking for, especially on the type of high-end roles that I'm working on. Um, like there's roles that I'm working on, like the person is required to have a PhD, right? That's a very niche role though that it's only going to be maybe 500 people in the world that's actually doing that, that role. And that's being generous yeah. versus, you know what I mean? Um, being like, for instance, let's say that 
you did like you did like a Garrup or Prescalis, right? Certificates matter, right? What you have done to get you to the point that has mattered. So even for for me or you, right? If we wanted to pivot into data analytics and we took, you know, data engineering um, courses, data analytics courses, and then now they see that we're a recruiter, we had a shift, and now we're applying for an entry level, you know, role. That's just a conversation to have. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on the role. It depends on the role. Because some roles yeah. we need you to have. Both some roles we need. We're, we're very, we don't want to. And it's not, I always say, we don't feel like teaching, right? We want you to have a foundation. <laughs> we need you to come in knowing how to code. We can't teach you how to code today. So no, I, I'm with you on that. So that's that's kind of what we look for on the backside. When it comes to your LinkedIn, what you should have on it, there's some things that you shouldn't have on it that I usually see a lot. And I know right now, since a lot of people are getting laid off, um, and it, it's, a, it's a weird time right now. Um, and usually I'll see posts that Sometimes they're talking down about a company. Sometimes they're calling out people from the company. Sometimes people are blasting recruiters on their LinkedIn. As a recruiter, if I see you doing any of this stuff, I'm going to look over you because that means that you just have no, I feel like no respect for the company. And like I said, in certain situations, yes, I get speak up, but if you're an active job seeker and all you do is talk about companies and saying like the recruiter I talked to was trash, just that and the other, that's not, that's not positive. Cause as a recruiter, I'm probably, I'm going to eventually end up on your LinkedIn, like your actual personal page. And I'm going to be like, what, <laughs> like, why they, why they, what's, what's really going on? Um, so your, your LinkedIn is your brand. So just think about it that way. So like any type of headline you have, anything you share, it's public. It, like any other social media website, everything you put on that, th- everything you put on there is for everybody to see. So just be careful <laughs> what you're putting on there. What are some, in quotations, as, as people like to say, red flags, James, what are some red flags that you see sometimes and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, not for sure, right? And and they can be red or yellow, right? I think that there's certain things that you can stay away from, even though I may not necessarily think negative about it, but like politics is one of those things, right? Don't don't post how you feel about the vaccine or about this person, or that person, because that can sway what someone may think about you. This piggyback off of you as well is just, you know, if you're negative on LinkedIn, right? I feel like there's other platforms that you can be able to use if you want to use social media to vent and to tell your things, right? But also don't feel, don't also feel that you don't have a voice to speak and to be able to, to share your, to be able to share your um, experience with other people that you feel that's fit as well. If that's something that you want to do, go about it. But I wouldn't bash a company or bash different things because your experience wasn't that great. Every single type of business that we work on is a people business and we don't know who's having a bad day that day. But what else, right? I think that that's a good question. I'll say, say, I know, like, and also like, don't shoot yourself in the foot. So I've seen posts that was like, I'm this, I'm that. And I only want, you know, remote jobs. Uh, I want this high pay. I want this. I want that. Like be realistic. Right. And I'm not saying uh, to underestimate your value, but be realistic when it comes to, once again, your experience, there's going to be some things that you're going to have to give up. And I'm not saying like, you're going to have to settle, but if you really need a job, because there's jobs hiring, if you really need a job, you may have to take a hybrid situation for now, you know, until you get something else. But just think about like you're actively looking, especially if you have your open to work on the green banner. Everybody can see that. Or if you have it where, you know, companies can't see it uh, or your company can't see it and only recruiters can see it, you know, you're going to stand out. So just be mindful of 
all of those things because I see it time and time again, especially like people that are new to their job search, they'll post stuff. And I'm like, why would you say that? <laughs> why would you do that? Like, and, and, you know, me, I sometimes I, I take it with a grain of salt and then other things I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. Cause if the, my hiring manager goes to your page and they see this, I, I don't know how to explain that for you. <laughs> Not for sure. And to piggyback, I'll say one tip as well, right? If you feel those ways, have the conversation once you get the recruiter on the phone, because that's going to make us not even want to engage because we're already getting pre, we already kind of have an idea of what type of person you are because we've talked to so many different people who are negative as well as can be positive as well. So we know exactly what we're looking for and we don't mean to put you into a bucket, but that's just what happens. Right. So definitely be careful with that, but then share. Right. I think the best conversations you can have no matter what is verbally. So definitely use that to your sense where not necessarily hide, but talk about what you're looking for. Talk about the things that you want. You just put what you're searching for and then also apply to those jobs that are going to meet you financially, um, location, the remote and the different things that you're looking for as well. Right. You can definitely do that because even for us, when we're looking through a recruiter, we can see the location that you want. We can see the type of jobs that you want. Right. So definitely use those features on your end to know, to really be able to say, all right, I'm looking for a remote job only. So I'm looking for that, but don't put in a post bashing. You're upset that you had to go into the, into the job, you know, three or four days, but you can have that conversation with a recruiter once you get them on the phone. Yeah. Oh, and I like how you said, um, we can see everything that you're looking for. So this really rubs me the wrong way sometimes. If I'm on LinkedIn Recruiter and I see this perfect candidate and it says that they just started a job two weeks ago and I reach out to them. Well, first of all, I probably won't reach out because you just started your job. And so here's just a little tip. If you're still actively looking for a role um, and you just took a job for the time being, personally, I would say don't put the job that you just took because you needed income. We all have done it. Keep it blank. Um, and then if a recruiter does reach out to you, you, then you can explain if they ask, you know, hey, are you currently working? You can explain, yes, I am, but this is just something temporary until I find, you know, something better or something that I really want to do. And then if you've been in a job and you're no longer looking, take that off, please, because I'm the one, <laughs> no, like real stuff, like For I'm sure. the one that will reach out and then you tell me I'm not actively looking. Then why does your LinkedIn say that you're actively looking, ma'am, sir, ma'am, whatever, like, Take that off because I've been getting frustrated and now I'm, I could be reaching out to somebody else. Same with the if you're looking for a part time role, temporary role, be honest. Don't just have that you're looking for anything. And then when I reach out to you about a contract position, you say you're looking for full time work. Then why does it say that you're looking for part time <laughs> a contract? Like, just yeah. be honest. <laughs> they just Because they just want to have a conversation and get us on the phone. Right. But I think that also is going to make us not want to talk to you. And our conversation is going to be super quick, honestly. So definitely be honest about what you're looking for, be very clear and con concise so that we know how to also tailor a conversation for you as well. So now I definitely feel you on that. Yeah. And then how do you feel about like people reaching out to you as a recruiter? Because people love to reach out to us. Um, uh, how yeah. do you feel? <laughs> so, so I think that before um, I was at BCG, I appreciate it because now you were doing the work for me. Right. I was able to have like it was very clear and concise what I was looking for. But I'll be honest, the roles that I recruit now, the person is not reaching out to me. I am yeah. literally going and seeking that person. And the one thing that I dislike is, hey, I see that you just started at this company. Hope things are going well. Do you have a role that you think I'll be a, a good fit for? 
I promise you, I don't know. Like, I promise you, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Right. I've never talked to you. I only know what I'm recruiting on. And just because I'm a recruiter, do your research. Right. Look me up. I'm, I'm very easy to find. But understand exactly what you're looking for. Right. One thing I would appreciate is say that, hey, these are some roles that I'm interested in. Perhaps. Do you know who you can connect me with or is this something that you're working on? Right. Be don't just me email me because you just see that I'm local and you think that, you know, what I'm recruiting. All right. Like because the things that most people reach out to me about thinking that I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm like I'm not taking my time to do that because I'm so focused on the rest of my searches. Right. And. That is the biggest thing as well. Um, so just understand exactly what you're looking for. Actually go to our websites, actually have a job post number, actually understand exactly what's doing, and then take the time to see if there's recruiters who specialize in that. Because majority mm-hmm. of times as we're looking at your post, the recruiter's role tells you exactly what they do. So for <laughs> instance, like literally, so if I recruit data analytics, don't reach out to me about uh, marketing. A, like a marketing <laughs> role, you know what I mean? Or or a project management role. Like that's not what I recruit, right? And then but you can learn all that on the website and all the companies, right? And I and I've been there, right? I've been I've applied to director level roles before and I've had I've had people reach out to me knowing that I shouldn't apply for it, right? But it's it's one of those situations. But what will save you from being ignored and thinking that we're not paying attention is the fact of the matter is that you're intentional about you know, networking with us, but yeah. also understanding why and what you're looking for. So mm-hmm. like for me, I'm executive strategic talent. I do. That means that I do not recruit kids, people who are just get, looking for an internship. Or do I know a person who's looking for an internship? Because no, my company has 30,000 people. So I, I personally don't know that. Right now, I might not even know who the recruiter on those roles. The recruiter is right. <laughs> yeah. But if you don't even give me, if you, but if you look here and think that I'm going to take the time, and it might sound negative, I don't mean to be, but if you think that I'm going to take the time to find a role that you think should be a good fit for you, and you didn't do the work, then what's why am I doing that for? Especially if I'm not reaching out to you. So definitely, I'll emphasize this. Definitely take the time to learn the role, learn what you're looking for, and then search for that specific recruiter or whoever you may, may see the fit and see, hey, I don't know, like, I'll play this. Hey, I don't know if you're the right person I've been reaching out, but this is a role that I'm interested in. Just want to see if you had a few minutes to connect or and go from there. I'll appreciate that versus someone's really saying, hey, I see you're at BCG. Let me know if you have any roles that you think I'm a good fit for, because I don't. I, I don't know if you're a good fit for. I never spoke to you and really just going from there. Yeah, no, and I, you you literally hit everything, and I think a lot of people, it, it all comes down to networking and doing your research. Um, kind of like James said, we post the jobs that we're looking, that we're hiring for um, or that we're recruiting for, and it, it takes a couple minutes to just go onto our company website. Um, I have not 30,000 employees at my company, but 13,000, which is still a lot. There's 400 recruiters. We all work on different things. So even if you just come into our inbox and say, you know, hey, this is a job uh, rec number. Do you know who the recruiter is? I know sometimes I don't give out the recruiter's name just because I like to set those boundaries. And so the recruiter will reach out. What I always say is the recruiter will reach out if, you know, your background and skill set aligns with the role. We do go through all the resumes, which is not a lie. If we are still looking through resumes, we're going to see yours Um, and they'll, they'll be in touch. And so 
And then just think about if you're reaching out to that recruiter, think about how many people are doing the same exact thing. Because my inbox, yeah. I don't even look at my inbox anymore because it gives me anxiety because I literally would have, hi, Jelani, my name is so-and-so. I went to so-and-so, giving me their whole life story, background, what they're looking for. And then at the end saying, "If keep, please keep me in mind future roles. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're looking for. Have you applied? You know what my company does. Um, and so just be, what's the word? Just be mindful when you're reaching out and you want to build a connection. And it's nothing to just be, ask, like, you know, reach out to James or myself. And sometimes we may reply, sometimes we may not. But we, most of the time, we're on LinkedIn Recruiter. So LinkedIn Recruiter, we can't see our actual personal messages. So if you message us on the regular LinkedIn we're not going to see that unless we get out of recruiter. And so even like just remember that we're human. So just like not a, hey, I applied to this role. Can you help me out? Can you refer me? Hi, how are you? I don't even know you. How's it going? Like we're human. I want somebody to ask me, how's my day going? <laughs> like, like, are you busy? Yeah, sure. Do you have time? The little things is the thing that we remember. Or if you can connect and be like, hey, James, I, I see you like so-and-so team or you did this or you're recruiting. for like, just find that connection piece to where James is like, dang, yeah, I want to talk about this. And then he may have something open for you. Um, but that goes into networking one-on-one <laughs> not for sure and and i agree right and i think being humanize the situation don't be just super straight to the point in a sense or just putting us in a situation that you know it's super transactional if you honestly want to build a connection right because for instance if we have a conversation and you are genuine about getting to know me what i'm doing there's there's a there's a large chance that I'm going to say you know what I enjoyed our conversation let me see who I can connect you with right because we built that rapport but if I feel like I'm just another recruiter that you're just sending these messages to and blasting just because of the, the however the job market is but you're not connecting that's that's it that's the biggest thing is like who can you connect to who do you have in common right are you you know are you being humble in the sense of saying like hey I don't know you but and I don't know if this is, like I said, I don't know if this is even the right role that you may be recruiting, but I just want to know, can I have a few minutes of your time, right? And I might not be able to do that, but also know that we are human and be patient with a response back, right? You are literally not the only one who's trying to get the same exact position, right? There's hundreds and hundreds of people who apply for the same position, and we have to literally funnel through that while doing full cycle recruiting and different things as well also, right? So we're not machines, we're not robots, and that would never happen here, but definitely be patient. Understand that, you know, if we can, we will get to you, but also treat everybody like a human, like respect in the way that you want to be treated. And that will go a long way, right? Because even if there's not a role today, like there's people that I've hired three, four or five years down the road due to just having a great conversation mm -hmm. and meeting them from there, right? As recruiters, we want to, like you said, right? We want to know if, how's your day going? We want to have a humanized conversation because we have feelings too. <laughs> we have feelings too. <laughs> we have hearts too. No, and that, and that and I think kind of like you said, like there's people that I remember. If I have a role come up, I'm like, oh yeah, me and her, we talked about so and so, and she said that she was looking for a job in this industry. Let me reach out. Uh, little things like it's like the little things that you don't even realize. Or say if I make a post and you comment something on it, like interacting, and I think that all goes with connection building. Don't just connect with people because they're recruiters. You know, like actually genuinely mm -hmm. want to connect and how can you get something from them, but vice versa? What are 
you giving them as well? Like, what do you bring to the table? Because you can't just come to the table with nothing. You got to bring something. And I'm not about to bring all my stuff. And you literally, that's like going to a cookout, right? Like, like, like <laughs> you come to my cookout and you don't even got nothing. You brought some forks. Like, I need you to bring some potato salad, mac and cheese, something. <laughs> um, so you can a sit at the table. Beverage. <laughs> right, so just, just bring something that we gonna like. Like, you brought, I don't know, you brought something you brought that nobody fork. eats. You brought a fork. You brought a, your for fork. Yourself. For yourself. For yourself. <laughs> No, um, but these are just like on, on the on the serious note, like this is just stuff that from the recruiting standpoint, and I don't know what these career coaches, TikTok influencers, what they're teaching y'all to do, but some of these things are are not right. Um, you can't expect somebody to give you anything. I wasn't given anything, and James, I'm pretty sure you weren't given anything. So just keep that in mind that we're not, we don't have to go out our way. We don't have to respond back. We don't have to do this. And same with you. If we reach out to you and on LinkedIn Recruiter, you don't have to respond back. I would say if you're not interested, just the I'm not interested because you never know if you may lose your job. Not saying I want anybody to lose your job, but you may lose and you may be like, oh yeah, I responded back to that recruiter. I knew they were hiring for this role. Let me, you know, be in touch. That's a connection. If we reach out to you, just a simple, no, thank you. Right. <laughs> you know, just something as little as that um, or I'm not interested or, you know, I don't know some of the things or I know my favorite is when I reach out on LinkedIn recruiter automatically, which I do understand. Um, it's strictly like not even like, hey, yes, I'm interested. It's more so like a what's the pay? <laughs> I'm like, OK, 100%. so <laughs> which which is a realistic question. I'm like, real like, what are you talking? <laughs> but there's ways that you can you can ask that question without feeling like, hey, yo, what's the pay? Because I'm not interested. But I know in my reach outs, I'm super transparent. I'm like, this is what we're offering. This is where it's located just so you don't have to go back. But if a recruiter is reaching out, you feel free. You can ask that, but just be, be nice about it, you know, like. That makes sense. <laughs> nah, for sure. And no, it does, right? And I think that's something too, right? I, the, the two companies that we we work for is very big on culture, right? And are you a culture fit as well as can you actually do the job? So if you are super, you know, sh- like short, cut through, chances are, you know, it's going to be very hard for us to sell that to the hiring manager. And I think that's the biggest thing as well is understanding, like, are you personable, right? Being in consulting and then also being in industry is totally different things. You're never going to be siloed working, applying for a consulting company, like ever. You're going to be working with the team. You're going to be doing agile sprints, whatever it's going to be. You're going to be working with people and client facing all the time. So that needs to come out. And even if you're an introvert like me, right? You wouldn't even know that I'm an introvert, but I am. But seriously. Lies, you're not. <laughs> for sure. For sure. But truly, though, right? Um, I am an introvert, but it's also understanding, like, you want to, like, building a connection is one of the strongest things that you can do. And the way that you leave an impression on someone verbally through the phone, through a post, whatever, through text, whatever it is, make someone else day so that you can then also do what you want to do, right? Because even if we also know if you're being, you know, in genuine as well, right? If you're not being genuine and you're just thinking the funk, right? But what I was going to also say too is that if you're looking for a job, make sure you're active on LinkedIn. And then also once you find your job, make sure you're still a little bit active on LinkedIn, right? Like don't just disregard LinkedIn because LinkedIn is equivalent to your your Instagram, your Facebooks, your TikToks. It's another platform 
that's doing extremely well. And you have to make sure that you are updating that and understanding, right? Because if you're looking for a job and me and you are going back and forth and then it takes you another two weeks to respond back, chances are you're not getting, we're not ready to get you in process. I already filled the position. Having, I filled the position. Yeah, I already, 100%, <laughs> 100%, right? And then now it's, oh, well, this and that happened. What I'm just saying is even you have to put reminders, right? When you are networking and in a very virtual world, our, you know, our attention spans are very, very small, right? Very short. And, and that's fine. But you have to understand that as recruiters, if you're not top of our mind, I can't advocate for you, right? There's been people that I've loved that thought it's been a good fit, but you get down to, you go down because there's other people who are just like you. And I thought that you could be just fit, but now because of the lack of communication piece mm. of you responding oh. and et cetera, <laughs> that now it's been three weeks and now you're going, oh, hey, James, I'm sorry for responding late. Is a is the role real actually figured out? No, well, yeah, it is filled now. Yes, yes, the role <laughs> is filled. I like, well, how about then it's how about next year or how about it was another time because you're not staying up to date, right? And then I think for us, like we we're in recruiter all the time, so we take that very passionately, but also understanding like, hey, if I want to talk to you, I want to talk to you, but don't take a don't take three weeks or four weeks or, or at least let us know. So therefore yeah. we can say hey, tell our, you know, we could tell that our hiring managers, hey, this person I think would be a great fit. They're on PTO or they're on this or that, they'll be able to talk then, are you available? So even if the process is moving. You still have your place. You're still top of mind because now we can say, hey, this person has got going on. Also, if you're not looking, have the conversation anyways. Trust me. Yeah. Exploratory conversations are nice because you never know. I've had plenty of exploratory conversations when I was actively looking and it was more so like a... I'm not interested in the role, but I am kind of interested in the company. And they may, you you never know, you may get on the phone and start talking about your experience with a recruiter. And they might be like, yo, you will be a great fit for this role that I'm actually working on, which is a higher level role. Like you just never know. So use that time to network. And if it's not a good fit, at least you had a conversation and we're making notes in our database, like had conversation, they would be great. Hire them if there is a role, stuff like that. But I don't know. There's so many things that you can do. And kind of like you said, when you said like, don't ignore us. If you're actively looking and you, you need a job, be on LinkedIn, like use that to your <laughs> advantage. Because I, like I said, if I, if I reach out to you and you have open to work and you take two, three weeks to respond back, are you really open to work? Are you really actively looking? Is your LinkedIn updated? If it's not, please update it. Yeah, I've had candidates ghost me, and I think that's the worst. That's the worst <laughs> feeling. Is I've sourced you. I took my time to look for you. Like you are that unicorn I need, and we have like, hey, set up time to talk to me, and they never respond back. Like we have a whole conversation, and they just never set up time. And <sighs> yeah, and you were left on red, pretty much. <laughs> You ghosted don't, me. Don't leave me on red because I'm going to remember that when you come back and say, oh, I'm sorry. No, I already got a new date. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and it's crazy because I've been looking at I, and people laugh at me when I say it. I said I look at job searching as dating. It literally is just dating like your LinkedIn, your Tinder profile or Hinge profile, whatever you use to find dates. That's what it is. And us, we're looking for you. We want to swipe. What is it? Swipe right on you. <laughs> yeah, don't make us so, don't make us swipe left. Don't make us swipe left. So give swipe, you an X. <laughs> if I swipe right, I'm a I'm a reach out. I'm gonna shoot my shot and be like, hey. 
<laughs> you interested? How's it word. going? <laughs> and I'm shooting a lot of shots, and I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to hit. I'm like y'all know right now. I'm shooting a lot of shots. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh my god, that this is great. I'm trying to think. Do you have any other tips, like when it comes to just LinkedIn networking, connection building, like anything that you would tell an active job seeker that is listening to this? Yeah, I'll definitely say definitely without um, lying, definitely tailor your LinkedIn to your next role. And what that may look like can be a bunch of different things where I'm not going to necessarily go through that today. But definitely, like we talked about, right, if you want to have a shift, explain that, right? Use your summary as your your colon call, right? If, if I'm going to go from data analytics and now I'm going to get into project management, talk about that in that summary because that makes it easier for us that we can be able to advocate from you from there. Uh, keep your LinkedIn up to date, right? I think more or less is going to be me just running through things, but keep your LinkedIn up to date. Whatever it is, show your personality on it if you if you care to do that. Um, be very engaged with us as recruiters. And um, I think overall, honestly, is like just think of it as like you're literally on a social network and we're literally typing in to find that unicorn. So if you want to be that unicorn, shine bright right like show us why you're like larry show us why you're a 4.0 right show us why we should reach out to you because that's gonna do so listen like i said right if there's a job descriptions like and honestly look at different job descriptions understand how to tailor you know your linkedin so that you can be found that's the biggest Mm -hmm. thing as well right because if you say that you're data analytics but you only have data one time on your linkedin i don't believe you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how how like how am I supposed to do that? Like, there's there's no way to to tell that thing. But but yeah, that that I think that's it for how I'll say. Um, yeah, and use all the functions. Honestly, use all the function that tells us exactly what you're looking for if you are looking. And then I think exploratory conversations are extremely important. Just because you're not looking right now. You don't know who's on the opposite end of that on that door. I'm literally at BCG due to explore, exploratory conversation. Literally, I wasn't looking. I started that conversation saying, "Hey, I'm not looking, but I want to have a conversation." Six weeks to eight weeks later, I'm at BCG and I'm loving. I'm loving the opportunity, and that's not no, um, you know, this on my current company, but it's understanding that because you loved it here. I did. I did love Slalom. Honestly, I did. I it was very it was very hard for me to leave. Even with even with the offer and different things, it was very difficult. For me. However, anyone asked about Slalom is it's been great. Honestly, that that's a, definitely a company that you can work at. You can thrive at. Honestly, I wouldn't lie, and that's why Lonnie's there. She's having all this wonderful success. So I'm grateful for that. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely use LinkedIn as like think of it as a baseball card or something like that. Have all your stats. Have everything that you do well definitely check it even if you're not active on it just check it go through it see if you have any notifications definitely add it to whatever you're doing and then when you are looking be very resilient but respectful in your in your search and and honestly that will help you and i'll go a long way and definitely try to connect you know find people you have a common with if it's schools if it's different things right alumni loves talking to other alumni just doesn't matter right and that's the biggest thing. Um, and Lana, you talked about it uh, before, but find what you have in common with someone because that is easy for you to break the ice. 
Yeah. And that'll be one of my, you know, my tips is like if you if you know that someone has volunteering or they're part of a fraternity or sorority, lean on it properly, right? Don't <laughs> that's just use where it. that's where that comes <laughs> in hand. That's where that comes. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> lean on it properly, right? You know what I mean? Both of us being in D nine, it's like listen, just because you're the bros, don't mean I'm just going to sit here and help you out. But because hey, you're the so bros, hey, I'm so going to sit here. I'm going to sit here and help you out. But you know what I'm saying? About this, we have to talk. But now, but honestly, though, that, that's the biggest thing. Find what you have in common with. Connect with the different recruiters. Be very respectful of your time and theirs, and just communicate. All right. You know, a lot of times we think that we're communicating, and we probably are communicating, but you're not connecting. Yeah. Right. Ooh, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was a good one. That was a good one. You know, you know, you know, this is what I do. <laughs> no that you hit everything um and so yeah we we hope like like me and james said this isn't a guarantee like if you do everything that we said it's not a guarantee that a recruiter will reach out um but it the likelihood of a recruiter reaching out hopefully the chances are a little bit higher um and then just taking like the connecting part especially like with me and james like i know i usually don't have time because yeah we're not gonna talk about that but um the people that i have responded back to it's because they found that connection it's because they actually cared it's because we had something in common they tried um i've had people that i reached out to and it was to connect about something that they had on their profile it wasn't even about a job and somehow i, I came across and i started recruiting i said what are you looking for and you know, i see you're actively looking what are you looking for this that, and the other so yeah just just be mindful of your connections. Be thoughtful of the other person on the other side of the screen. And we both wish you the best of luck. Hopefully this information, like I said, helps somebody. LinkedIn, you need to pay me for this episode. Let's talk about that. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say before you, before you close, the funny thing is me and you actually connected through LinkedIn. Oh, before LinkedIn, we, before I got before hired. We did, before you got hired. <laughs> And here I am. I remember. I, I think I think you reached out to me about a role. Yeah, y'all. I yeah, left James yeah. on red, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, but it's all good. We're here. We're here, and, and we're we're providing value in in so many different ways. And I'm I'm, I'm definitely grateful um, for you having me, and I love what you're doing. And um, we definitely might have something else coming up at at some point as well. Um, but um, definitely grateful, and definitely hope you guys takes guys and girls. Ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens, yeah, 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 actually take something from this and apply it. And honestly, you know, definitely feel free to reach out, right? Even still, even if whatever it is, if I can help, I will. And I definitely will set out time. Maybe, maybe, you know, a couple of weeks from now, it might not be in the week. If you do reach out, it might be a month from now, but we, I'm definitely open to help people to find what they're looking for, because at the end of the day, I'm here mm -hmm. to, to serve everyone and to help you guys get what you need to. So but yeah, I got about 10, 15 minute blocks. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Because he's an introvert, y'all. Y'all gotta y'all gotta keep in mind that us introverts, we got I got me that hold eight hours, and then after that eight hours, as soon as five hits, I gotta clock out. Um 100%. and so if I don't have time during that nine to five day, you probably won't talk to me. But <laughs> but once again, thank you, James, for coming on the show. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to the show today. Please rate, subscribe, review. Also, please feel free to share with your network because somebody needs to hear this. And we love to grow our community. So until next time, you guys have a great day and we'll chat soon. Bye. Peace. <laughs>